Welcome to the third episode of Echelon Engage. I'm Cameron. Today with me we have Banner, Barry, and a very special guest, Shol. First on the agenda is Shol, and he's going to tell us more about the new dashboard and what they are working on. Thanks, Cameron. Oh, so we're launching the Echelon DAO dashboard very soon. This is basically a remake of Aperboard. We just need to put that in there. Uh, what it will do, it will basically consolidate all your holdings from different blockchains. At the moment, we got Solana, Terra, Ethereum, and Binance Smart Chain. So the, the way it will work is you'll basically just post your DEX address inside there, and it will consolidate all your holdings and say your net worth. It will also show you like if you have any rewards remaining that you can claim. And yeah, just have a, a overall view, you know, because I think that's one thing a lot of people's looking for in this space. And the the main goal with uh, with Echelon DAO is just basically creating this company that puts everything you need in one place. So I think uh, beginning with a dashboard to see your holdings is a great start for that. So this will be launching in the next week. Um, I'm unsure when this podcast comes out, but yeah will be very soon oh thanks Shaw. i think that's definitely something to look forward to um i think it's always nice to have a one place to see all your net worth and just to visualize it better um now next we move on to vanna who's going to elaborate us more on marketing and point gecko listing hey cameron thanks so coin gecko has been uh really interesting to say the least Numerous emails have been sent. Uh, I've even had a response from Bobby Ong. For those of you who don't know, who is the co-founder of CoinGecko, who told me, and I quote, he'll get the team to review it again. So essentially, he is implying that we have been reviewed and we failed. And he did also say that they won't disclose the criteria of why we failed. But this has been quite some time um, back when we failed. I don't really understand why, because in my opinion, it's even stricter to get on CoinMarketCap. But I am in talks with them actively to try and get us on CoinGecko, which is a very needed thing because for marketing, one of our strategies for marketing is running passive banner ads on CoinGecko itself, which we have seen with the PooCoin banner ads we get a lot of impression and clicks. And I think doing that on CoinGecko is even better because people who go there are looking for um, utility coins or up-and-coming coins to invest in. And so a prerequisite for running a banner coin on CoinGecko is to be listed on CoinGecko. So unfortunately, we're waiting for that. Furthermore, in terms of marketing, I believe a lot of our Echo holders will recall a relatively good pump we had when we had a subreddit uh, or a reddit article about echelon dao published and i myself believe reddit is a really good point um, to push marketing unfortunately there are a couple of subreddits such as satoshi street pitch which is a very popular one one of the most popular ones and um, one i would love to say to see echelon on um, a prerequisite for publishing a 
post on that subreddit is to be listed on CoinGecko. So what it comes down to is that I'm pushing very hard to get our CoinGecko listing done with. Uh, I've been in talks with the co-founder. And as soon as that is done, we can begin with some great marketing strategies that we have planned. Um, and then furthermore, you'll have to stay tuned for our other marketing plans. We have marketing in the form of partnerships planned as well, but can't say too much about that yet. Thanks. Well, thanks, Fanny, for the answer. Um, I think, yeah, I think the reason why um, subreddits like Satoshi Streetbeats um, requires the CoinGecko listing is just to differentiate the scams, I guess, uh, to the actual good projects and good coins um, because it's literally like, I don't know, countless amounts of rug pulls and all that stuff going on daily. Um, so I think if you actually aren't CoinGecko, then that differentiates yourself or much, much less likely to actually be a, a rug pull or a scam. So that's definitely looking something to look forward to. Next, we're going to move on to some past info. Um, Vanet, could you elaborate us on more what happened since our previous podcast? Yeah, sure. So the Ecoswap mainnet launch, obviously. Uh, great, great to see that finally up and running and giving our users something to do with the Echo in terms of farming and pools. Essentially, when you stake Echo, you're sending it to our smart contracts and you are earning passive Echo per block based on the share of the total Echo in the smart contract. So if you've heard, or if you've been following our Telegram channels, uh, you've heard that we sent 300,000 Echo into that smart contract. Essentially, that 300,000 Echo is the reward that is distributed per block. We started with about 0.0028 echo per block. And for those of you who don't know, there are 28,800 Binance blocks mined per day. At the moment, we are releasing 0.006 echo per block. So that number has increased. The reason for this is because when we sent the 300,000 echo into the smart contracts for the reward distribution that is counted as a holder that's just the nature of the contracts unfortunately so people saw that the pool apr tanked from about i don't know 10 12 percent ish to like one two percent so to circumvent that we increase the blocks per the echo per block release and the multiplier of the pool. So at the moment, your APR for pools is sitting about at about 10.6%, which in the future, we might even increase more. It's all about keeping a healthy economy. If your APRs are too high, you're gonna get a lot of dumping. And if it's too low, you're not gonna have an incentive for your users to stake. We want to both increase the APR and the amount of stakers. Obviously, when the amount of stakers increases, the APR is going to decrease because your share of the total pool essentially also decreases. So we've had questions of people asking, is the APR going to be increased? 
yes, eventually and healthily, we you will see an increase in the APR. Bear in mind, this is EcoSwap Alpha. We have a long way to walk. For those of you who are, who are itching for more, I know everyone wants more Echo, have a look at the farms. There are 58% APR on Echo BNB and 160% APR on Echo BUSD pairs available. And that is enough to circumvent impermanent losses, more or less. Depends obviously on the extent of it, but in terms of the, the past info, we're very happy to see our users have a a place to stake the Echo finally on EchoSwap. Yeah, um, thanks for that summary, uh, Vanner. Uh, next, we're going to move on to some questions that were submitted by our members and investors. Uh, the first question is, what are the plans to keep the community engaged and motivated? Um, I think I can answer this question. Um, so I'd like to remind all the listeners that um, ECHO is meant to be a governance token. Um, so the incentive to hold to, um, ECHO is to have governance rights um, through the voting portal. Um, so this alone would um, keep people motivated and engaged um, to contribute towards the community uh, through voting um, by holding and acquiring ECHO. Yeah, thanks for that answer, Barry. Um, I think you can also relate that to if you take on uh, stocks. Um, most people or most companies that are listed on a public exchanges or listed um, have one one stock equals one vote and they regularly actually attend the meetings and vote on the future path of that companies. So I think that's a really nice way to tie in the community and the investors into the project. The next question does tie in with the previous question. Um, so how will you increase the demand for Echo and how or why you should invest in Echo? Um, so if you recall, um, the Echo token has no minting function, but only a burning function. So um, essentially, tokens can be burned to decrease the supply and increase the demand. And um, basically, this ties into the previous question because um, holding Echo gives you governance rights and new products will be developed, um, which should increase the demand for Echo due to uh, the products being released by the team. Great. Thanks for the answer, Barry. The next question is, what was the reason for adding 300K in Echo in the staking pool? And why did it take so long to adjust the APR? Yeah, let me hop on that one. So the 300K Echo is the rewards that is distributed to the stakers. We are essentially increasing the circulating supply with that extra 300 Echo that we have sent to the staking contract. We we still have a large amount of Echo that we need to eventually get into the circulating supply. We can't just throw all of that out there on the market at once because that would tank the price of Echo. 
So it's something that has to happen gradually through staking. And also um, when you list on other exchanges or you add more liquidity, that's also a form of increasing the, the circulating supply. But we want to give away ECHO as an incentive for holding ECHO through staking. So that's what the 300K is for. And it has to be sent to the smart contract because um, that is the nature of the contract itself. I hope that answers the question. Yeah, that does definitely uh, show some clarity and thanks for answering the question. The next question we are moving to is, are there any plans on launching on a centralized exchange? Okay, uh, let me grab that one as well. So currently we are on a decentralized exchange, aka PancakeSwap. There are a lot of pros and cons to both DEX or centralized exchanges. Yes, we want to launch on a centralized exchange. In the near future, like weeks, probably not, because we've We've been told to launch on the centralized exchange with the idea that it is going to increase the volume. Launching on a centralized exchange itself isn't going to give you more volume. You still have to have the accompanied marketing and the utility behind the coin itself, the, a reason to trade it. Um, but we've been looking at exchanges like Probit, Hotbit, one or two others. Budget is a big um, factor in exchanges. If you want to list on something like Binance, you're looking at a lot of money, which Echo is just, it's a very young project. We'd love to be on Binance one day, but we have to be realistic in our expectations. Yeah, if I could just add to that, um, like, be listed on a centralized exchange doesn't guarantee you volume or, or growth. You still have to exactly. put in the organic growth um, and go through all the steps. Um, getting yes. listed on a centralized exchange is kind of the end goal. It's not the, the first step. Um, yeah. But know that it is on our minds. And we have, I've been in talks with market makers and exchanges to get an exact idea of what is has to be done for us to be on a sex and what are the benefits of it and it is definitely something that we are considering and we want to be part of sooner rather than later however i can't i can't say with certainty that we'll be listed in the near future yeah thanks for the answer i think uh, having Binance as a goal in the in the future is definitely something to to look forward to. Um, there are like hundreds of coins created each day, and I think many of them do have such goal in mind. But there's a lot of work and a lot of water that has to be has to run through to get that to work or to be able to reach that goal. The final question we are going to be asking is. Will you release projects that launch exclusively on EchoSwap so that they also lock their liquidity over EchoSwap and not PancakeSwap? If yes, when? There's two parts to this question, then I'll go back to the second part after this first part is answered. 
Okay, so yes, we will, in short. In longer, essentially, that is what the IFOs are on the navigation bar of EchoSwap. We plan on hosting people who want to have a public sale for the token. However, we need essentially people to approach us with that. And we can only hope that that will happen in the near future as we grow in size and in um, our brand itself. In terms of the liquidity itself, I'd love to see it being locked on EchoSwap. However, EchoSwap currently, as we talked about this in the first podcast episode, is a portal to PancakeSwap's liquidity. Because we know as an up-and-coming swap, or a small swap as well, it's unrealistic to challenge PancakeSwap day one on the liquidity. They're, They're working with a very large number. We barely hit 200,000 locked US dollar now, locked value in our stakes and forms. And what we could be looking into is if we were to launch a token with someone else, maybe we could still, even though it's on PancakeSwap's liquidity, we could link that directly to Echo, which would give a nice incentive to both the price of Echo and our partners as well um i don't know there's a lot of pros and cons to that argument so um it's something worth looking into the future but yes in short we are hoping to have projects launched on EchoSwap. that's great news the second part of the question states are you working on partners are you in talk with a project that will eventually launch their token on over EchoSwap? or at least featuring EchoSwap like Kennel did with WinSwap? So unfortunately, I'm not aware of exactly what uh, Kennel did with WinSwap. However, what I can say is we have been in talks with partners. Um, No one has officially approached us yet to launch their token. But I hope with our growth will we expect in the coming weeks that that will be the case great yeah i think that's that's definitely something that could be advantageous for both the both echelon and the partner that's willing to give it a go thanks that's all the questions we're going to answer for today shal do you have any last remarks yeah, you know, I just want to thank the thank the community for sticking with us. Um, it's been a quite hectic road, you know, from the start. We we started out smoothly, but we had some hiccups along the road. Uh, we had that Warren Rugs fud in the beginning, but uh, the truth came out a few weeks back, and I think uh, we revealed the truth way back when. But yeah, I think finally people have peace about that. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of FUD going around in this market at the moment, but I think we're showing our transparency. We're pitching up every week, every day, launching the products, listening to the community, what they want. And yeah, just thanks to the hodlers out there. Keep hodling, boys, time and hands. And uh, we'll see you 
on the moon. <laughs>